Today on the Good Word, we're talking about where to find protection in a Gothic setting, and principles for building a home. Vampires, hmm, they've attracted a lot of folklore around them since their spring into the foreground of pop culture in the 19th century, and that's through their popularity in various Gothic novels. One imagined weakness that has endured is the idea that a creature of the night can't enter a house unless invited. Vampires are supposed to be the antithesis to all things holy and safe, so it makes sense that your home is off limits unless you give permission. We typically think of churches and graveyards as the holiest places one can be, but in Gothic literature, these locations were the home of the most frightening scenes and atmospheres. You're not safe in a well-defended castle or the majesty of a cathedral in the typical novel featuring strange monsters, but. Your home is safe from that which we wish to keep out. Aside from the horror elements, this is true in a lot of situations. In a very literal sense, we get to choose what comes into our homes. More than that, we get to decide what foundation to build our homes and our lives upon. The physical buildings of churches and temples are important to our worship, and there we can gather as the Lord's people, as well as participate in ordinances not found elsewhere. But the Lord has asked us to dedicate our homes in worship as well. We spend most of our day in our homes, so it makes sense to try and create an environment where we can feel the Lord's presence, where we are the most often. The Lord often refers to His church on the earth as a house, one with a sure foundation and clear protection for its occupants. We see this parallel to our homes and His greater house in Doctrine and Covenants section eighty-eight. Where he outlines the principles by which both can be constructed, organize yourselves, prepare every needful thing, and establish a house, even a house of prayer, a house of fasting, a house of faith, a house of learning, a house of glory, a house of order, a house of God, that your incomings may be in the name of the Lord, that your outgoings may be in the name of the Lord, that all your salutations may be in the name of the Lord. With uplifted hands unto the Most High, every home has certain rules and values. A home is not merely just a place to eat and sleep at the end of the day, but somewhere we return to where we're loved and understood. The Lord has established His church throughout the world to give a place of belonging for His children, and asked us to do the same in our own homes, whether or not we're united by blood. We have a responsibility to those we're closest with to create a place of love and a place of God. We're not just Christians when we step through church doors. We're supposed to remember God at all times, in all things, in all places, even and especially in our most private retreats. No home or family is going to be perfect. Just like the church is made up of flawed people trying, every family requires effort. As we work to remember the principles the Lord has asked us to focus on, we may find ourselves closer to God and closer to those nearest to us. And as we grow closer to one another, we become tighter knit and safe in the Lord's light. We become knit tightly together and safe in the Lord's light, and that's the good word.